By morning, Monsieur Le Moyne's house was smoldered coals between brick piers. From where Mamère and I stood with the others from Azieux, we could see pieces of iron like spider legs. Smoke a cigar and forget where he put it, Tretit said. Blue smoke twirled from the ashes. His cook, Nonny, in my bed now, shiver all night. She finish her pantry and go upstairs, and he sleep, and the fire start on his desk. Nobody else to help, and he's so heavy, and she's so old. She only get into the stairs and no more. His body in there? Like the tallow for our soap, wood ashes and skin ashes? Cigar, leaves of tobacco, Monsieur Lemoine, grew special. A plant burning into paper and then wood, bones and hair. They believe, Nonny, Monsieur and Madame, I whispered. We had heard her ragged sobs inside Tretit's room, the horse gasping again and again. Tretit shrugged. She burned her hands, tried to get him out. Don't you believe she try? But tonight she have to tell his people come from New Orleans. Maybe they don't believe. When we returned to Azure, my mother walked toward the clearing without speaking. I cleaned the ashes from the gallery railings and even the tops of Dr. Tom's glass jars. Cane ashes we saw every day during harvest, splintery black needles. But these ashes, floor and carpet and skin and money, were gray flakes and dark cinders and white trembles of powder that melted when I touched them. These ashes made the Baudelons anxious. Azieu would host the Lemoyne relatives from New Orleans, who came to pay their respects to Monsieur Lemoyne. Seventeen ninety he built it, Monsieur said to Madame, his sideburns black with soot. Nothing saved, nothing. But I can run the sugar mill with France. We won't have to break the harvest. Madame moved purposefully through the rooms, adding flowers to a vase, nudging right the portrait of Monsieur from France. Madame's fingers skated on the shine of her long dining table. She loved her house as if it were a person. My mother touched her own things this way, like Eveline touched her children's heads and shoulders. Upstairs, she said to Céphaline, you have to make an opportunity from tragedy. The Lemoine will bring so many people from New Orleans, and they will stay here. Then she turned to me. Monette, go get your things. Céphaline needs to be prepared. You will stay in her room from now on, whether she prefers it or not. Mamère was not at the washpots when I got to the clearing. She wasn't inside the house when I put my other dress and other tignon into a bag. I touched the chest, her altar, which held only the daytime ornaments of wooden plates and carved forks. The bone comb lay on the mattress. She wasn't finished with me, not with her words and lessons. Gravy, blood, farrow, knee.